Welcome back to the Black Girls with Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and future blossoming from the Black Girls with Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith. I am the owner of Black Girls with Purpose and also my company, Brands by Bree. Now, if you are listening to this and you are a mom who's interested in starting a business, if you're like me and you are a stay-at-home mom and said, listen, I need to be here with my children, but also figure out some kind of income stream, then definitely visit my website, brandsbybree.com, B-R-A-N-D-S-B-Y-B-R-I-E.com for more information on how you can work with me. So today's title of our episode is The Quicker Picker Upper. And I, as clever as I would love to be, I really got inspired to put this title on here um, after listening to a book called Get Good With Money by Tiffany Alice. If you all are familiar with her, I started reading her book or listening to her book on Audible uh, last week in in one of the chapters, she talked about being like a paper towel. And she was talking about how, you know, as, as people go through her book, it's very easy to start getting down on themselves about all the mistakes that they've made with money. And she gave this comparison of being a child and she would spill juice and her dad would always, you know, talk and say like, oh, do you know how much money this cost us to replace? Or, you know, you spilt this. And he would just basically go in on her. And then her mom would just get a paper towel and clean it up. And she said the difference is that her dad eventually got the paper towel too, but not without expressing all of his emotions and feelings. And she was saying how her mom actually expedited the cleanup process by just getting a paper towel. And so that's why I titled today's episode the quicker picker upper because I was just thinking about bounty and the paper towels and soaking stuff up and how it's really easy when we've made mistakes to really just sit in those mistakes to just sit and feel like oh this is how it's always going to be I keep doing this thing like God is so disappointed in me and even if we're not putting it on God and saying that he's disappointed in us we're disappointed in ourselves right and so on today's episode we're going to be talking about the way the Bible prescribes dealing with that when we have this regret and this shame and um, I hope that something that I share today will be extremely helpful for you so let's get into the study. So our scripture for today is Philippians 3 14 It comes from the Apostle Paul and he says, forgetting what is behind and pressing towards what is ahead, I push forward towards the mark of the high calling. Now, when I was came across this uh, passage of scripture, I honestly had come to my notebook ready to lament and think about all the poor decisions I'd made on that particular day, um, specifically as it relates to finances. Now, if you guys are OG Black Girls of Purpose peeps, you know that I am super committed to being debt-free and that I just want to be, that's part of the reason why I'm listening to that book. I really want to get good with money. I want to be good with money. Now, one of our biggest challenges leading up to I would say probably the last nine months or so has really just been, well, maybe a not a full year, so I'll say nine months, um, has really been just generating enough income to sustain our family. And now that we have reached that place, it's kind of like, oh, okay, we have enough money and now I must specifically put some of that towards debt. Like I would much rather 
go on a trip with that, right? Or I would much rather um, get a new outfit, which is new for me because your girl is not really big on shopping. But these are the things that I find myself wrestling with. And so I talked about brands by bringing the opening of today's episode. And I was looking at the amount of income that we've been able to generate this year. And it's literally enough to pretty much pay off my student loans. But I've used it for business expenses. I've used it to pay my employee that I brought on um, to pay myself because I started actually paying myself. And so I still had this moment, though, where I was like, bruh, like if I had just waited to hire or, you know, if I didn't pay myself and I just made that money go straight to debt, I just went down this rabbit hole of all of my regrets and that's when that quote from Tiffany Alice's book, Get, Get Good With Money, popped into my head. And it said, and she said, like, I just heard her voice because she's the one who actually narrates it on Audible saying, be like a paper towel. And whenever we have, again, made mistakes, it's so easy to just sit and think about all the things we could have done differently. And we just kick ourselves and we're just like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to get this right in this instant for me it's like am I ever going to get good with money first I don't have enough now I have enough but I'm not managing in the way that I need to in order to pay off this debt and you know I lost focus and I again I was just going in on myself and so I was so grateful that Holy Spirit led me to Philippians three fourteen because he literally gives these three action steps that we need to do if we want to be the quicker picker up right like bounty so the first thing is forgetting what is behind forgetting what is behind that can be one of the hardest parts right because especially if you're someone who has maybe grown up in a family where people forgive but they don't forget right they tell you like oh yeah you know, you did this and I never forgot about that. Or even if it's an instance where it's not necessarily something they need to forgive you for, but if it's mistakes you used to make as a kid or, you know, really bad habits you used to have or even silly things like, oh yeah, you know, you used to stutter. Like just things where they're always bringing up past history. It can be very, very hard to look at this forgetting piece and say, okay, that happen but that's not my identity right and so I know that that is something that I sometimes battle with and the thing that is helping me honestly is by meditating on God's word and reminding myself multiple times like okay I'm forgiven right scripture says that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and honestly I'll be real too and tell you that with Paul I mean if anybody can if Paul can move on from his past where he used to persecute Christians and then move to a place where he is converting people to the Christian faith like I think we can let go of stuff because I don't know I don't know your history but he literally murdered people and he was able to forget about that in order that he was could be effective in the kingdom of God like if Every day that Paul woke up, if he never left his house because he was like, I know that God called me to ministry, but like he just doesn't understand. I murdered all these people like we don't hear anything else about Paul's past after we see his conversion. 
outside of when he talks about, you know, the good things of, that he had and his, his accolades and that type of thing. We don't hear about how he used to kill Christians, but that was his reality. And so if he can forgive himself and forget that, and if more importantly than him, if God and Christ can forgive him and call him to the work of ministry, surely you and I can forgive and forget our past so that we can use, so that we can be used properly. Paul tells us to forget what's behind. He tells us to press towards what ahead, what's ahead. And like I said, if you're like me, which I believe you are, and we're visionaries, we have to look at what the big picture goal is. So tying it back to my finances, I had to say, okay, girl, how much do you need to pay to get this student loan taken care of by the end of the year? And the fact is, the amount that I have made this year in my business, I've made that in the first half of the year, right? It's only June. So I'm like, okay, if I did it in the first half of the year, the Lord blesses me and is gracious to me as he has been, I can do it again. And this time I have a laser focus. And, you know, it requires for me to make even more technically than I made in the first half of the year because I'm still having to pay my employee still having different business services and things that I pay for that I've signed up for. Um, but now I'm making it so the amount that I'm paying myself will basically be going straight towards debt until um, until it's paid off. And I'll have, you know, my little extra that I add to the to the household budget um, from other income streams. But literally when the business restarted, I had like made this commitment of, OK, like, if this picks up, I'm going to use it to help us be debt free. And now it's been like, oh, yay, I'm going to use this to help us get this trip. Or I'm going to use this to get a new outfit. And, you know, those things are understandable, right? Like, you, I understand. I'm sure everyone can understand wanting to enjoy the fruits of your labor, especially if you feel like you've been in a dry season. But for me, because I do have that own, like, because I do have that inner conviction um, which not everybody holds, but because that is a deep conviction that I've had for years and scripture talks about things that are not done from a place of conviction being a sin for me to just be out here like, okay, I'm gonna enjoy the fruits of my labor and not wait just a few more months to enjoy them and not have debt. Like sis, what? To think by Christmas, I could be buying stuff for myself or for my children and there ain't no student loan payment I have to pay. Like, what are you, what are we even talking about right now? What are we saying? Right. Um, and don't add to that the fact that President Joe Biden has talked about potentially forgiving $10,000 worth of debt. Like, let's not even talk about that. But I, I said I wasn't just going to sit on my hands and be like, I'm about to see what they going to do. I'm going to put in my portion um, and then they can just pay off the rest, child. So um, I talked about how Paul tells us to forget what's behind, how he tells us to press towards what is ahead. And then it says he pushes forward towards the mark of the high calling. Now, I feel like he made this distinction because pushing forward towards what's ahead, that kind of makes me think of like being goals oriented, right? Like you're looking at the things that you want to accomplish, but pushing toward forward towards the mark of the high calling to me is an observation that like, this all of this is bigger than what we can see that even you know me wanting to be out of debt that's bigger than 
just wanting to get good with money that ultimately God is going to use my, me and my husband, our financial increase to bless other families like that. Y'all know I've been saying that for years that I feel like we are we're going to be blessed to be a blessing. And so the quicker we're able to pay off the last of these student loans, the quicker we're able to have a greater kingdom impact. Right. Because it's more of a all right. We're going to do this. We're going to put our head down. We're going to see what are some of the needs of our community. When you're in a situation where you've been in survival mode for forever, of course, the first needs you look to fulfill and sustain are your own. Um, and God has brought us out of that place. Um, but now I feel like it's t- towards the mark of the high calling, right? Like if you think about the fruit that we're supposed to produce as children of God, that we're supposed to be loving that we're supposed to be patient and kind and gentle those types of things that we're supposed to show mercy um that's there's there's an opportunity to do a lot of those things even with and especially with sometimes money being able to put our money where our mouth is or we're not just gonna say okay girl i'm gonna pray for you and pray that god provides but we can say hey i know that you're running on hard times right now and so me and my husband want to bless you with this check to help pay pay your rent for the next couple months like those are the kinds of things that I want to be able to do and when people say oh my gosh I I don't can't believe you're doing this that's an opportunity for me to share my witness because not everybody that I bless may be a believer in Jesus Christ but I can say you know what I made a commitment to God that if he blessed me and my family that we would bless others uh, consequently and so while you can be so excited like that I'm doing this understand that God's truly the provision and like you really need to get connected with him so the things we're supposed to do if we're going to be like bounty quicker picker upper right hopefully there's no licensing issues with me saying their name so many times that I just want to give them credit for their tagline (laughs) Um, is that we have to forget what's behind we have to press towards what's ahead and we have to push forward towards the mark of the high calling now There's an additional part to this that, you know, Paul doesn't specifically outline in here, but I think it's really necessary. And that is as far as sin is concerned, there's difference when you just like made a poor decision. It wasn't a bad, it wasn't a sinful decision, but just wasn't the best decision. And when you've actually sinned and that difference is repentance. Now, repentance is not some, a word that is very sexy, right? Uh, I feel like even in the Christian faith, we have started using it less and less, especially as you hear people talking about their truth and how truth is relative and all of that. Like we don't, it doesn't feel good to answer to people. It doesn't feel good to apologize. It doesn't feel good to say I was wrong and I'm not going to do that again. And sometimes even saying I'm not going to do that again feels like too much of a commitment. But repentance is like so it's not like it is extremely key in being able to maintain a relationship with God that feels light and feels airy like I don't I know seasons where I've kind of distanced myself from God or you know there's that one thing he's telling me to do right um honestly even with bringing this podcast back when I knew he was telling me like bring it back bring it back and I'm like oh I don't really want to listen to that there was I had a lot of joy in many areas of my life but there was still this kind of nagging feeling of like oh so you just not gonna 
do this thing I told you to do. And I'm like, I am God. Like, I just need to figure out what it looks like. And, you know, at one point I was like, I just need to create the outlines for the next few episodes. And God was like, girl, if you don't get on this mic and push record and release the episodes. And honestly, like I'm, I've thought about, you know, restructuring some things, coming up with a new intro, all of that. But, and that may happen down the line, but I just did not want anything else to stand between me and taking action. And so in repenting, I have to say, you know what, God, yes, I did hear you. And I ask that you would forgive me of my sin for rebellion because it's rebellion when God's telling you to do something and you just don't do it. I ask that you would forgive me of my sin of rebellion. And now I'm repenting, which is turning the opposite direction from your sin by going and taking action on this thing that I know that you have called me to do. So I had to relaunch the podcast. Like repentance is not just saying I'm sorry. It's literally, and I tell my boys this probably four or five times a day if not more because they say sorry for different things that they might do and I love that they've learned to say sorry and apologize but I tell them often I say boys actions speak louder than words actions speak louder than words so if I'm going around all day telling God sorry I didn't do this sorry I didn't do that but then I don't actually go and do it what are we doing? What are we talking about? Right? Like that's not a real, a heart that's really committed to living and loving God and living for him. I just am giving him lip service. And so it's really important that even as we look to be people who are better at bouncing back, that we don't just bounce back into our old ways only to go back and say, God, I'm sorry I did it again. Or God, I'm sorry I didn't do it again. But instead, we can say, God, I'm sorry that I didn't do this. I sinned against you. I sinned against this person. And now I'm going to put these steps into action to show you that I'm serious and to show you that I don't want to just keep continue to grieve you and your heart and that I I don't want to just stay um, in this sin. And so it's important that we just recognize that because I think that. A lot of us will say things like, man, I feel like I don't hear from God anymore. And something that I used to tell one of my mentees is like, what's the last thing God told you to do? And did you do it? And if the answer is no, then I'm like, well, he might be like, I ain't got nothing else to say to you until you do the last thing I told you to do. You know, people talk about wanting a fresh word and God sometimes I feel like God's like you're gonna get that same word from yesterday and you're gonna keep getting this same word until you do the thing that I tell you to do but it's almost like a glass ceiling right that once we repent and we do the thing that he's telling us to do or we stop doing the thing that he's telling us to stop doing it's like we burst through that glass ceiling and we experience this new level of intimacy with God and this new level of re- revelation and this new level of friendship and that guilt that we've kind of been walking around in is eliminated and we're able to walk in that freedom and not walk in condemnation and so I think it's just so important that I didn't leave that part out right because the three-step process of forgetting what's behind pressing towards what's ahead pushing forward to the mark of the high calling that's fantastic and it is applicable to your life but If you're not willing to repent and turn away from the things that you're doing that don't please God, like 
and again, this is me ministering to myself as well, we're just broken records at that point. And I don't think that we can fully recover because it's like we haven't even acknowledged that something is wrong. And so I think that that is so important. And speaking from my own experience, sometimes self-pity is easier than repentance to just be like oh I'm just never gonna get it together right you get the ice cream you turn on the show you lay in the bed and you 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 try not to think about what it is that you're doing that's hurting God's heart Um, again I know I've done that before but at the end of the day like self-pity doesn't yield anything other than isolation that the farther you get away from God, the farther you get away from God, right? Where now you can't even turn on a sermon, even if it's online. You don't forget going to church in person. You can't even turn a sermon on online. You hear a gospel or worship song and you turn it off because you just feel like God's upset with you or he's judging you or you don't even deserve to listen to him. And God is so gracious in that he's like, okay, can you just tell me what you did so we can move on and like I can continue to help you walk in your purpose. So I think that it's important that we recognize God as one who forgives and that we become children who run to their fathers instead of like Adam and Eve did run away from him where we're hiding, even though he already knows exactly what it is that we did. And we're putting ourselves in a deeper hole uh, rather than experience restoration. Uh, I feel like God wants us, not I feel like, scripture just shares just how intentional God is. And that he wants us close to him. That he says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. That he wants us to know what his voice sounds like. He wants us to be able to get guidance and direction from him he doesn't want us to be staying up every night anxious about what comes next he wants us to be able to have that peace that surpasses all understanding that comes from us um, speaking to him so that even in moments where we mess up he can be there with us to clean up the mess so my uh, action step slash like moment of reflection I would say is I want to ask you like what mess in your life are you avoiding do you need to apologize to a friend do you need to finally sit down and create a budget uh, do you need to call your mom and just tell her you're sorry for something that you did maybe even when you were a kid whatever it is I hope that you will take some time to talk to God about it first so that he can give you peace and that you're not coming from a place of feeling burdened down or feeling guilty Um, then I would ask tell you to ask for forgiveness and then believe that you're actually forgiven because that ties with that forgetting what is behind and pushing towards what what's ahead and the finally you have to be committed to take action Also, as a bonus, I would really encourage you to go listen to season three, episode four of the Activate series. It's called Let Go of Your Past. If you need any additional encouragement, uh, because again, I told you all that forgetting what is behind peace, that that is has so many of us found and not walking in our purpose. So I just want you to know that there is hope and there is healing for you, my friend. Um, If you have any specific Uh, comments about this episode you can dm me on instagram at be lightfoot smith b 
as in boy, light as in lighthouse, L-I-G-H-T, foot as in the foot that's at the bottom of your ankle, and smith, S-M-I-T-H, that's me on Instagram, be lightfoot smith. I would love to continue the conversation over there. And that is it for this week's episode. Again, y'all, God, God is so gracious in that he gives us these three keys. Forget what, what is behind. If you feel like you've just been bound by past mistakes, press towards what is ahead. Keeping in mind the vision that God has given you. Because if I know anything about God, I know that he gives us these visions uh, or the, he gives us these words that we can hold on to in, in trying seasons and then push towards the mark of the high calling. Because again, this is all for God's greater kingdom purposes. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.